welcome to hour number two on a Friday on Hashtag Daily K with your host, Peter Beard. How much do you know about K food? How much handshake have you eaten? We invite you into the world of Korean food, of course, including the history and culture of it. We'll introduce trendy foods and famous restaurants on Dish of the Day with Chef Chung. Have you had a good seven days, Matt? I have. It's uh, it's much cooler now. Yes, definitely. I am looking forward to the lower electricity bill at the end of the oh, month. Air as a conditioning result. can pay it, take its toll. Right? It's off. Yep. It's off this as of this week, um, and that's always a sign that the the times, uh, you know, the seasons, they are about to transition into fall. Yeah, we've you know settled into our new place relatively well, and now we were struggling with storage because the air conditioner is on the veranda area uh-huh, uh-huh. but now we're not using it we're okay with stacking things on top sure. of it in front of it and behind it so that's kind of helped as well yeah we, we have a current situation like that too it's like ah we can use this for storage and we'll just deal with it next year yeah we'll yeah. take it out next summer right mm. uh, hopefully remember to do that before you switch it on that's not a nice look melting goods and stuff hartley asked a question in now number one that uh-huh. i think would be better for you than me he said what would be the difference between a cooking makgeolli wine mm. and a store-bought version maybe the bitterness i didn't know there was like cooking makgeolli so it's not uh, cooking makgeolli it's cooking rice wine uh-huh. so like yeah so it's like chanjong okay or uh, so it's so it's 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 the clear korean cooking wine uh-huh. and all you know like you know things like uh like medium as well sure most oftentimes the cooking wines here in korea they're sweetened so it's the opposite rather than bitterness uh-huh. they're oftentimes sweetened and then sometimes if you don't speak Korean, but you'll still see on the bottle, yeah. like a fish and a ginger okay. or like, <laughs> uh, you know, like a piece of meat. Uh, that means that oftentimes these cooking wines have been additionally seasoned. So yeah. they go well with certain things. So uh-huh. the ones, uh, so sometimes you'll have ones that with a slight lemon, uh, what is it, sent to it. Mm. Sometimes the ones for fish will have a, you know, will be infused with ginger. Uh-huh. The ones with meats will have, uh, will have maybe some glutamates added in there to kind of boost up the uh, the savoriness of the meat. But yeah, uh, often you can use, if you happen to have on t- on hand, like any kind of like chantongju, like, you know, filtered Korean rice wine. Makgeolli is rarely used. I'm trying mm, to think off the top of my head. Yeah. Um, you know, other than things like certain breads that might use it. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's usually the clear Korean cooking wines that are used. And for that, yes, you can use the drinkable stuff. Yeah. But also the majority, 9.9 out of 10 households, will use the cooking wine for cooking, and it's absolutely fine. Mm. And just remember, it will most likely add a little bit of sweetness to whatever dish that you're making. Good tips for Hartley. Uh, Today's dish, I previewed it as a kind of spicy soup or stew. That's literally the translation. Yeah, you gave it, it away. Oh. Meuntang. So <laughs> meuntang is the dish that we have for today. We've got a photo of it for you here. It literally translates to spicy soup. Mm. It can say, but it's almost so it can be a wide range of seafoods, but it's almost always fish. Yeah. Um, and but so the specific one we're talking about today is begi meuntang. It's the spicy soup that's made with catfish. Oh wow, megi meuntang. I don't think I've ordered this dish 
like consciously at a restaurant. Maybe one of the ones I've had did have catfish, mm-hmm. but not like deliberately. Right. Yeah. I think unless if you because it's not very common. Mm-hmm. Uh, even though the catfish, as we'll learn later on, is a very common fish, oh. it's it's still not. It's something that you really have to go out there and seek. Mm-hmm. It's not hard to find. But like you said, you have to be very deliberate about it. Um, so meontang, it's eaten all over the country, but in spe- especially in Pukchun, uh, Chungbuk in uh, North Chungcheon Province and yeah. Gyeongsan Province. Uh-huh. And meontang itself is often a staple at places that serve hui, Korean raw fish. It'll come out at the end usually, because right? Because that's where they use the bones. Ah, mm-hmm. I see. They've cut out the raw fish. You eat that, and then they might be making it yeah. at that time. So we uh, I actually went and had some uh, just the other day, and so we shot a little pack. We shot some video. Oh. So why don't we take a look? Yeah, this should be more common in the new autumn yeah. season. So this is the place? This is the place. It's in Hanamdong. It's a place that specializes in making meontang. So you've got the catfish alive there. Yeah, so it's, they specialize in catfish and bullhead, which oh. are two similar styles of fish. You can And you know, it's got the requisite uh, signatures on the wall. And it's award-winning, too. They, wow. won, they won an award from the, the government for the excellence of their food. You can see here it's just bubbling away. And this is not like a raw fish restaurant. This is the main dish here. The main yeah, event. so you, I don't think I've ever seen any uh, any place that serves Maggi raw. Uh-huh. And you can tell that there's a lot of greens in there. There's also sujebi, Korean like hand-torn rough thick noodles. Oh. And those are some of my favorite. They're definitely, yeah, for that choring imat. It definitely looks like a rustic style of restaurant, one that hasn't maybe changed for a while. I don't. I think. It, I think it just kind of emerged from the ground, looking like this. <laughs> I don't. Th- I don't think it was ever a place that was sparkling and pristine. And you know, I and I think it'd be worse off for it just because I think it's places like this that always serve the best food because 100% of their attention is focused on giving you the best possible product. And so that's the catfish there, is it? Yeah, it's super tender. It flicks apart really easily. It does have a lot of bones, as we'll see shortly. Okay. And then lots of veg in there as well. Yes, uh, we'll talk about that in part three. It is truly one of the essential parts, just because it's so uh, it's so simple and. You can tell it was so. It was actually so hot and spicy. I actually had to tie up my hair. <laughs> now I, 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 I didn't understand it when, when, uh, when my wife had to do it before when she was hot. Sure. But now that my hair is long, I totally get it. So catfish, it's a freshwater fish, right? Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness! Wait, I, I, you put ramyeon in it. So at the very end, what? with the leftover broth, you either put in ramyeon or you make it into pokumbap. We opted for ramyeon. Amazing. Yeah, there's my myeonchigi. There's actually a Korean term for slurping the noodles. It's called myeonchigi. Literally rude. hitting the noodles. No, it's a. Uh, I don't. I don't think it's what they people say. It's not a. It's not a sign of politeness. But yes. it definitely makes it taste better. And we're done. Amazing. I wasn't expecting that at the end because where I've had myeonchigi after raw fish. There was, I don't think there were options to do either of those, ramyeon or fried rice. Maybe at places that specialize in it, that's part of their repertoire. Sometimes it's somyeon, so uh, uh, so thin wheat noodles. And sometimes you're not in the mood for that. But yeah, yeah I think I, I think it's definitely the more hole-in-the-wall places that will serve uh, it with ramyeon. 
Now that I think about it too, I think uh, a lot of places that specialize in hae might also not do that ramen. Unless mm. if you're down in Busan, because that hae okay. ramen is a specialty down there. Wow, it looked like you enjoyed that. And just seeing that scene, seeing your face without a mask was brilliant <laughs> as well for more than a second. It might have been the first time you've seen it without a mask now that I think about it. I, I've only seen it in short snippets when you're sipping a drink in the song break, yeah. Mm. And so to see it full there, and then also that atmosphere of a Korean restaurant, like a kind of old mum and pup it looked mm-hmm. like and with the stew in the middle and that old school where you can just dip your spoon in there yeah. you're with your wife and eat it together absolutely I miss that that non face to face is yeah. not fun either I mean it really does kind of uh, realise how taking how, how much we take it took it for granted that mm. kind of communal style of eating yeah and for many of our listeners in particular sherry is talking today in the chat about trying to move out here wanting to do that mm-hmm. that's a proper korean restaurant yes. you saw the menu yes. there's just like one dish like small medium or large i think it was mm-hmm. right <laughs> there's a wider variety of soju served there than there <laughs> is of dishes that's how you know it's a good place yeah in england it's very rare to find a restaurant that just does one dish but in korea Especially, maybe not just one dish, but one type of cuisine. Right. I think like in, off the top of my head, like a kebab place or like a chippy. Like, <laughs> I, think, I think those are the only two I can think of. Absolutely. Looking forward to talking more about Maggie Meuntang is the star of the show today. The Catfish Spicy Stew. Welcome to Arirang Radio. If you are in Jeju. 88.7 in Jeju City. 88.1 in Seogipu City. 101.9 in the Daejeong area. A lot of our listeners uh, saying they couldn't have recognized you, Matt, if they'd seen you on the streets without your mask. We've been so used to seeing us all masked up. I barely recognize me. <laughs> yeah, it's been, you know, I spend 18 hours of the day with the mask on. I barely yeah. recognize me. I mean, this is another thing I way prefer face to face without masks is radio. Mm-hmm. It's not too different, but we used to not have a panel. We sure. didn't have the mask and we could eat in the studio. Yes, I, I saw that was a, that was an era that I... I was not a part of and hopefully one of these days we yes. can bring that back but fingers crossed yeah for now uh, we you know <laughs> virtual just like anything else yeah patrick's got in touch saying i'm glad to tune in tonight i just started back up at grad school and so far it, it is a blast i hope you're enjoying the show as well ah, congratulations bryce says i'm hungry at 9 15 p.m here in america that looks so good well lucky for you bryce uh the meuntang it's a great food that's a uh, suranju that goes well with soju with, yes. uh, with drinks so you know what maybe that's your excuse to uh, to head out and go get some absolutely Sherry Osborne says I ate supper about two hours ago but I could definitely eat a bowl of that right now catfish is so good I had it the first time on a school trip when I was nine the teachers were having it tried to buy and fell in love oh that's fantastic well you know what uh, if you even if you have dinner in Korea that's what we call itcha it's the <laughs> second car of the train yes. that, you know, that train being the evening mm. so you are more than welcome to uh, head out for a second supper don't feel guilty Brian Coe says, there's a fairly famous Korean crab place on a pier in South Los Angeles area, and we would always order beuntang at the end of crab. Oh, this is very pricey, though, the whole meal. But you know what? Mm. Unless it feels really overpriced, I always say it. Crab is almost always worth it. Yeah, you yeah. never fail with crab, Because right? not only is it delicious, because the kind of 
tangible part of taking it apart. Mm. There's it, it's so memorable as a yes. result. It engages all of your senses. Yeah, I do love a meon tang with crab in it. Sometimes is it the same thing? The gokke tang is that just a different classification? Because that's a spicy thing with crab as its main event, right? Right. Mm. I think uh, I think gokke tang. The the maybe the subtle the, uh, difference might be in the chang used. So uh-huh. like uh, meon tang always has this kind of like balance of like uh, gochujang and tenjang in there. Yeah. So that can be the only kind of distinction I might be able to think of. But yeah, uh, yeah I, otherwise they're fairly similar. They're both delicious. Silver Granny Lin says yummo, and the hubby Mr. Grumpy was saying it looks good as well until. He heard catfish. Ah, well, he's in luck because it, which, uh, whatever seafood he likes, he could use that as a basis for Beowentang. Mm. Tropic Girl. Oh, spicy seafood soup. The best comfort food. Uh, you guys eat catfish too. I love saltwater catfish. Yes, uh, catfish is actually found on every continent except Antarctica. Wow. Although, uh, you know, her being in the uh, Caribbean and was it Central and South America and the Caribbean, uh, from what I hear, has one of the most diverse uh, was it populations of catfish. Wow. Oh, nice. Ah, looks so good. I think it's different to the ones in the U.S., probably. Mm. Like I said, just hundreds of different varieties. What's the leftover culture in Korea? I know in the U.K. it's not common and almost rude to ask for a doggy bag, but in the Caribbean, (laughs) it is automatic that you get your remaining food packed to go. Mm. Well, is that true in the U.K. that it's... uh... Some restaurants, Mm. like nicer restaurants, you'd feel a bit, like, reticent to do that. But, like, your everyday, like, pizza chain and stuff, for sure. Sure. But here in Korea, I think they're really good at giving Especially bags. now, because yeah. most places do delivery yes. as well, so they're set up to give you leftovers. Mm. But in the past, places that didn't do delivery might not have had the to-go yeah. packaging. That's and true. that would have been an impediment. But otherwise, yeah, if they do it, they do it, it's totally fine, but mm-hmm. no one would look at you if you had, th- like you had three heads no. if you asked. <laughs> no, don't be afraid to ask. Uh, Steve also saying a nice touch with the ramyun and the burner to keep the food hot. Mm-hmm. Soup looks so good. But personally, I prefer for rockfish or cod over catfish. Udok. Rockfish. Uh, udok in Korea. It's it's a great fish. It's super affordable. I'm totally with you. Udok rockfish is a fantastic fish. Oh, yeah. Udok, the only time I think I've, again, consciously had it is when it's raw. Hey, yeah, yeah, it's a very common. It's very common to have as uh, hey because it's mild, but not quite as mild as like uh, kajami, like soul. Mm, is. Yeah, Nadi Du, our Korean listener, saying, uh, I like the rockfish there you version. Go. And is it rockfish in English? It is indeed. That is correct. Well done. So getting into some more detail, I've got to say with catfish, I don't know if it's not popular in the UK. I rarely came across it and I wasn't a big freshwater fish guy. Well, I was thinking about this and it might not be as common in the UK because I was thinking about it's not very common in Japan either. Mm. It being a freshwater fish primarily, it might just be because on islands there are fewer freshwater lakes and rivers. uh, So you just might not have as much access to it. I think so. Now that I can't, I kind of racked my brain and I, and other than salmon, which spawn in and, and live in fresh and seawater, I can't think of too many native freshwater fish that are very popular in the UK. The one that is most Certain eaten, trouts, maybe. Yeah, tra- rainbow trout. Yeah, and I didn't like that. Yeah. It was so bony. Sure, yeah. sure. <laughs> in but the US, though, is it big? Very big, especially oh. in the in the South. There's a there's a large culture of it. Um, and so we have a photo. We have another photo of Meuntang for you, or of Maggie for you, right here, of okay. what the catfish looks like. We're gonna get it on the video. Stream. Yeah. So that's, oh. so it's got the whiskers, <laughs> yeah. hence catfish. It's uh, it's enjoyed literally throughout 
throughout the world, like I said. And one of the reasons why it has such a big foothold in the United States is due uh, partly into due to the tragedy that is the slave trade, uh-huh. and that is because it was it's also eaten in West Africa uh-huh. quite commonly as well. So that、I、was、see. brought over, and also throughout Asia,、um, there's a diverse variety found throughout the globe. What's an interesting note is that they're actually they're so they're known as bottom feeders.、Mm, so they eat off the of、bottom. yeah, they eat at the bottom. But I didn't know this. They're negatively buoyant. Also,、oh, they kind of sink. They sink. So <laughs> most、uh, most fish have a swim bladder that、yeah. they fill with air to help them float.、Uh-huh. They're negatively buoyant. They actually sink to keep them there. I did not know this. Oh, that's interesting. Some get quite big as well. I've seen them on fishing they shows. They get、right? enormous, and、yeah. they have the big mouths as well. So here's a photo. So some varieties <laughs> of catfish don't actually have teeth. Oh, yeah,、wow. they're they're filter feeders, so、uh-huh. they just open that wide mouth up and they just suck it along as they go, like a like a Henry Hoover. Interesting.、Yeah. So you might know the term catfish for its other definition. I just kind of went on a tangent <laughs> when I was researching this episode. You know, so、like、this idea of like online predators that take on a fake persona. I have heard that term.、Yeah. I was always wondering like why,、yeah. right? And so it so it turns out so. The story is this: catfish are natural pe- predators to cod,、uh-huh. so fishermen would store them together while hauling fresh cod, live cod, long distances to、mm-hmm. keep the cod active and moving. Oh, running resulting, away from them! <laughs> yeah, resulting in a higher quality of cod. So it's like this idea of like kind of playing with somebody like、okay. that, right? So this was the metaphor used in the documentary Catfish, which kind of brought this phenomenon to mainstream in、oh. 2010. But apparently, this is a pretty questionable metaphor. So, catfish wouldn't be kept in the same tank since they're freshwater cod is saltwater. Oh yes. Cod wouldn't likely be exported live. It's you, you,、mm-hmm. most most likely be exported frozen. Sure. They're not natural enemies. They don't live in the same area, <laughs> and so the metaphor most likely came from this、uh, from certain Christian American Christian pastors in the 1980s. But since then, the name has stuck. You often lose sight of the etymology, right? It、mm-hmm. gets all messy. But catfishing career as like a dish to eat, but also a fishing fish, is it? Common popular? It's very popular as a game fish. So here's a photo of just like your average kind of setup. Oh, yeah. So some people take this really seriously, and、mm. they'll just cast out multiple lines at once to get catfish, to get catfish、oh, and、wow. other freshwater fish. But catfish are in particular, they're kind of、uh, they're kind of chased after because. They can get enormous. So、mm. here's a photo. They can get up to thirty kilograms in size. Oh my god! Almost a meter and a half long. Although generally they're kind of caught when they're about a thirteen, thirty to forty-five centimeters long. So about、sure. a foot, foot and a half.、Long. This is not a common size. It's almost as big as a human. It looks there. Yeah,、wow. yeah. It's、uh, that, that 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 that's definitely something that looks almost biblically monstrous. <laughs> yes. And one of the reasons why it's、uh, it's sought after a lot too is because it has a high tolerance for environmental variation. So、mm. you can find them almost throughout any season and yeah, throughout the country. But what's really interesting is that when you fish for them,、yeah. you use another fish that we eat in Korea as bait. So this is mikuraji. It's a tiny little guy.、Oh, have the... you ever had chuotang? I have avoided it. So chuotang <laughs> is basically it's this fish, but it's ground up, which like, is yeah, bones and all, which is a very interesting. It, I don't. I've never had anything else like it. 
But yeah, so this is the fish that's used to catch the other fish. It's usually in the muddy waters, the kind of loach, I think. That's correct. It has. It, right? it, 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 it was a Mikuraji, I think, needs a, a PR company behind it because <laughs> it's suffering from a branding issue. Absolutely. So that's the bait to catch the catfish. Yes. Okay. It's also, and also, catfish is also popular as a poyangshik. So one of those kind of like uh, rejuvenating dishes, like oh. especially during the hottest days of summer. It's high in B vitamins and protein. Uh-huh. And so here's a photo of some freshwater eel. They're oftentimes served together because uh-huh. they're both uh, a they're you know they're both freshwater and mm-hmm. b they're both seen as poyangshik. So you can see them being served together in certain restaurants that serve like megi tang or megi beuntang and changogui together. Oh, the grilled eel and then the soup dish at the end. That's interesting. Uh, if you're feeling a bit energyless, maybe give it a try. I don't think there's ample scientific evidence for its efficacy. Arirang. Arirang. Radio. We're back for part three. Dish of the day with Chef Chung looking at catfish spicy stew or soup known as meuntang or megi meuntang. But as you said, Chef Chung, you could put pretty much any other seafood in there and it still Just about, yeah. tastes delicious, right? Mm-hmm. We've got some personal messages for you, Sarah from the US saying, what an interesting and educational food program. Do you have some social media that we can follow, Chef? Only if you're interested at looking at about six photos from like 2018. <laughs> oh, dear. I'm not active on social media. Uh, okay. Actually, my, 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 my wife does all the heavy lifting there, so okay. um, I don't know necessarily know how comfortable she would be at. Uh, <laughs> so, so, but basically, yeah, I'm uh, I'm the guest star on her uh, was the social media. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. Hopefully in the future, it would be so wise to get some YouTube or something like that going, Matt. There's a big demand for... I, w- I, I wish I, I wish I was that good. I think it's one of those things I will definitely have to work at to get to. And uh, you know what? There's no time to start like today, right? Absolutely. And Kathy has got in touch from the US saying, Hi, Chef. I'm sorry I didn't get your name. You have such an amazing, sexy voice. I heard you're married and off limits. Lol. Thanks for the superb food journey, gentlemen. Have a happy day. Well, you too. Thank you very much. Uh, was uh, yeah, have a happy day. Yourself. Another reason to start. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, Sherry Osborne says my favorite fish, though, is definitely mackerel. I am with you right there, one hundred percent. Which that. unfortunately also has a lot of bones. Also with you right there, uh, which is why actually, um, you know what? If you don't have them with uh, chopsticks at home, yes. that's one of the best parts about chopsticks is yeah. that it makes it really easy to uh, to take out uh, fish bones. Absolutely. Catfish is a very unattractive fish until it's been cooked. Ha ha. We ha- always have one catfish in our tank. Well, my dad cut goldfish, but oh. it was never bigger than my thumb. Interesting. I didn't, didn't realize it could goldfish. be so small. <laughs> yeah. I've been wondering about eel. How would you describe the flavor? Eel is, it's a very textural thing. It's Mm. fatty, and so as a result, it's very soft. If uh, fans of it might even go so far as to call it mushy, Mm, but it is definitely very, very tender and rich. Tender and rich is how I would describe it, which is why we have it with a shredded raw ginger here in Korea as that kind of like sharp contrasting bite. Yeah, it crunches as well. With the mackerel, though, Chef Chung, I was thinking, I don't think I've seen that in a meuntang. Is that possible? Because we got kodumo chorim. No, no, you're right, actually. I almost always see, was it a mackerel in a chorim? Yeah, which is like a kind of braised version, which is delicious. which is also delicious. A different dish altogether, but you are 100% correct there. If there is, it might be just one or two households that do it, but Mm. I can confidently say I've never personally seen it at a restaurant. Good call, Peter. Hartley says, I'm a bone 
boneless fish person myself. Catfish, salmon and tilapia. And yeah, many Brits as well, you like your fish filleted. Mm-hmm. Like that's how you have it because the bones are such a hassle. Although freshwater fish, I feel, is the exception. Like many people then have their fish knives and stuff. Sure, yeah. I think with freshwater fish, if you try to debone them, <laughs> you are left with very little fish. You're left with fish nuggets. Yes. Silver granny and her grumpy gnome. When I lived in Plattsmouth, Nebraska, we had catfish fries every Friday. Yes. So this is what I was talking about in America, Ooh. in the South, but also throughout the country. Catfish that's been uh, brined in like buttermilk and yeah. then dredged in corn fl- uh, cornmeal. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Chef's kiss. It is deep, one of the deep most fried. delicious things. Oh. Uh, we stock uh, a lot of our streams with rainbow and brown trout. Mm-hmm. There are catfish the size of a man living <laughs> at the base of our dam at Lake Norman. I think we saw a photo of it yes. earlier. <laughs> we use peanut butter bait to catch catfish here. Ah, interesting. I've never heard of that one. That's Does very that cool. Work? That's I, quite apparently, cool. Apparently, yeah. I, you know what? I put my stock in silver granny. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I believe everything she says. Mm. So if we want to make this Merentang, Meggy or otherwise, can we do it wherever we are? Exactly. Yeah, you can do it anywhere. So here's a photo of it right now. And basically all of these ingredients are kind of what's in it. I mean, mm. it's that's one of the things. It's, there's not a lot of behind the scenes things that are happening. Okay. It's all one pot. Uh, so it's one pot boil. And so given the availability of freshwater fish, you can make this with pretty much any type of freshwater fish. Here in Korea, I've seen it uh, being done with trouts as well. Mm. And um, yeah, so because there's not a great deal of variety with, uh, with freshwater fish, Sea, uh, sea fish, like saltwater fish, you yeah. know, you have everything from shellfish to mm. like salmon. So there's a really wide gamut. Freshwater fish, all of it tastes fairly similar. Okay. So it's easily substitutable. Mm. So a lot of the flavor of the mayo and tongue will come down to the vegetables and the aromatics you put into your soup. Onions are <sighs> essential. So yes. here we have a photo. So like pa. Mm-hmm. Uh, th- so, th- so this is a photo <laughs> of a um, Beontang restaurant. That's how many green onions they go through for wow. one dinner service. That And they're giant green onions, and they're so essential with Korean cooking. Right, because the oils and the aromatics and the onions are really what help control that muddy flavor of freshwater fish. Mm. So uh, you can put white onions in as well? White together? onions as well, yeah. Um, I, I, I try to get a photo of uh, this one famous place. They mm-hmm. basically, uh, half the pot is white onions. <laughs> wow. I couldn't find a photo of those high resolution enough, uh-huh. unfortunately. But I yeah. do love onions in mm-hmm. a dish, yeah. Uh, minari, which our first episode last season was on, is That's also it, another essential ingredient. We use that in a lot of soups to kind of give it that aromatic hit. Mm-hmm. If it's unavailable wherever you are, substitute it with whatever green aromatic your culture uses in seafood broths. I, if you're in Europe, parsley, mm. for okay. example. Oh, yeah. That's a good substitute. And of course, you want a lot of garlic and ginger chopped fine because, uh-huh. you you know what, they're just delicious and just go so well with seafood. <laughs> In so much Korean cooking as well, you'll have that and giving the broth a nice kick. Minari was one of the reasons I didn't like Meontang, but as I've grown to not dislike midari it's not so bad and well, white onion slices in there as well that helps if i remember correctly peter what i wasn't uh wasn't minari foisted upon you yes. uh, early on yeah i think if you force anyone to have anything they're mm-hmm. not going to enjoy that food very much yes uh, mm. now it's not so bad
that. And then the seasonings. So gochujang is the main star of Beontang. And they'll also usually have some tenjang in there to help balance out the flavor. Uh-huh. And uh, what is it? The most famous restaurants might even age their own chang, tenjang oh. and gochujang, up to a year or longer. And that's uh, their thing, right? That you know, That's what they're known for. The chili pepper paste or the soybean paste. Yeah. And if we take a look at this next photo, mm. while a lot of the spiciness does come from gochujang and gochukaru, Black pepper, it's an unsung hero of Meontang. Oh, really? Yeah, so the one that we had the other day, it had this very like uh-huh. It hits you in the back of the throat. Sure, it's you not can the, cough it's not, as well, right? Yeah, it's not, the, it's not the heat. It's not that mouth spiciness. It's that mm. throat spiciness that you get from uh, black pepper. Oh, okie dokie. And then you could use a stock as well, or there are like ready-made versions nowadays. Yeah, so that's one of the great things too, is just that it's a one-pot dish. You just literally throw everything together. There's no order. There's mm-hmm. no there's no uh, sautéing ahead of time. So a lot of fish markets, yeah, you can get these almost pre-made kits uh-huh. where it's all just kind of vacuum sealed, uh-huh. and you just take it home and you throw it all in one pot. If you want, you could make a tashima yuksu, so that's uh, dried uh, fish and giant kelp. Uh-huh. Or if you want to take the extra step, you could take the fins and the bones, make uh-huh. a separate seafood stock out of those. Oh! But really, there's so much flavor in just about all the other ingredients. You're not missing out if you just start with plain water. That's cool. And I've seen those packs, and sometimes the meontang, not the meggy versions, but the other ones, have all sorts of interesting looking bits of the fish in it as well right uh, we'll definitely get into that in the future episode those are uh those are all of the private bits both Absolutely. male and female of the fish yeah and i've seen those thrown in a tongue or two I, I actually had a bit of tongue. i think it was last night and in the bottom yeah i, I don't eat those yeah bits, not to they... give anything away but mm. and i can't say the other word on air but uh <laughs> if you look up fish milt uh-huh. M-I-L-T. You'll you'll know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, and those kits are so convenient. And I have seen many Koreans, they might have that, as you said, as a sul anju, mm-hmm. so the side dish for drinking alcohol, which, yeah, if you think in the UK or the US, having a soup with some shots, it sounds really odd. You gotta try it. In Korea, <laughs> it's a sensation that's known as shiwanada. It's uh-huh. refreshing. And it's not refreshing in the sense that, say, like, uh, ice-cold lemonade is refreshing. Mm. It's refreshing in the sense of screaming at the top of your lungs is refreshing. <laughs> it's refreshing in the sense it's like it feels like you're getting something off of your chest. Absolutely. That's the sort of refreshing we're talking about. We got sent in this photo from Ing in Malaysia saying, oh. this was served at a buffet three years ago. Is grilled catfish in oh. some kind of stew, coconut milk. Didn't know how it tastes because it's not my favorite fish and I don't like bones. But, uh, wow. Well, first of all, how dare you not try that dish because it looks so good. I am... Oh, if I could have that for lunch, I would. I don't think I don't think any place in Korea serves anything even close to that. Yeah, not served whole like not that, right? Not served whole like that, but that looks amazing. Wow, and Ing is craving some spicy hot pot now. I think that's a good way to get into freshwater fish. If, like me, you didn't like it because of the soily taste and also all the bones. When it's in yes. there and it's all kind of mixed in, it tastes fine. Tastes yeah, good. I actually, I'm going to be completely frank. I, was, I wasn't looking forward to going out and shooting this video like, <laughs> I do others quite as much. But I forgot in Beontang how mild freshwater fish mm. can really taste. Yeah. And I, you know, as after my first bite, I was like, oh, yeah, 
this is the good stuff. And I just I just tucked right in. You tied up your hair. You got serious. <laughs> we loved it. Uh, we're looking forward to seeing more videos in the future, Matt. And we'll see you again next Friday. Yes, see you then. You can listen to Dish of the Day with Chef Chung every Friday at 10am KST on Hashtag Daily K.